rebirth. He has become my salvation. Exodus 15.2 The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My Father's God and I will exalt him. King James Version Only as many times as we begin must we end. First among equals is the position of each text within the Bible. Each word is a thread and a tapestry of simple thoughts with unerring complexity. The Bible gives us the primary principles for self-knowledge and self-direction. Images give us the tools for the sense of ourselves, a reference for orientation and recovery. Man has led himself on a constant quest to rule over his fellows. Yet in and through God, he has found another meaning and purpose. The commandments negate the need for man's authority. They say to man that they understand his weakness and that through the word of God, each man may find strength in an enduring synthesis that is necessary for survival. The journey out of Egypt is an interplay of escape and discovery and emergence. The Bible is a structure of understanding. Under Moses, the Israelites were strangers in a strange land, sojourners, fellows, and travelers. There was a quest and a need for discovery, both of the self and of the world that existed around them. And as always, the quest brought many questions. Each man has his own exodus, an escapade, a life to live. We import importance. What is at the top of your hierarchy defines your perception. It is the lens through which the world is defined and understood. It is both the problem and the solution to the problem. It is where we stand and how we fall. It is the measure of a man and of a woman. It is the happiness of a child, the bond of a family. It is the aches and pains of age. It is the river that runs. It is the mirror of deep rippling reflections. The eternal human condition is one of ingratitude. And it matters, for without gratitude we cannot live or be abound in kindness. We cannot hold life's treasures or live in reverence. The adult too soon forgets 
he or she was a child. The child forgets the debts of the parents and knows not that in time all debts must be paid in full for generations to come. None but one escaped death. None escaped the taxes of life or the wages of sin or the war of remembrance. The highest element of the human spirit is the call to freedom of mind and so freedom of thought. Knowledge of the challenge brings the change. Enslavement is often directly regarded as wrong without question. Yet even that sharpens our sword. It beats the plowshare for your enemy must labor against your will and through your exploits you may or may not exploit or even be exploited. To be directionless is to be meaningless. The end dominates the act. Your aim dominates your direction. The path is a plan. The gift is of service. The undisciplined must learn discipleship. We are abound by traditions and habits by frictions and addictions, by loss so that we may gain. And what is more, we get to choose, just as the addict serves the drug or the devil within themselves, rather than themselves. We count the days because the days count. We measure so that we may manage. We stand so that we may understand. We divide the task so that we may conquer it. That we may have what we seek. That we may see what, but that we may know why. Our ideology is just another potential tyranny. One that functions both internally and externally one that is perhaps unknowingly pernicious, one that sets us against ourselves. Civilization replicates the highest idea of society. It is a liberation and disconnection of the idea from unreality. It is a manifestation of who we are, the good and the bad, the dark and the light, the sunbeam and the shadow. It is the past hewn against the future. It is a liberty that is both given and taken, for there is a part of eternity in everything, and all things matter. Fear God or fear man. One path enshrines liberty, whilst the other enslaves. 
it appears as if one cannot serve God and man. The authority becomes the author. We are tested by the test. Wisdom is merely the result of understanding your own fears, your own inadequacies. In this, the sin is not always connected to the payment for an error or the cause of the crime. Often, a man knows what is wrong but avoids the teachings of God. Man is easily confused when seeking direction. To him, the path may be unclear, yet the ambiguity may be purposeful and godly. We have a choice. We exist and must have an existence such that freedom from others is freedom from yourself. In liberation is a profound and unusual fellowship. The Bible suggests that morality existed before man, that the truth is a chain, that the truth is an attempt to define and explain, that a lie is an attempt to break the fabric of time, and that no God is no truth. And then there is only power. But to see beyond power is in your own best interest. Yet for that, a man without a bias is a man who understands nothing about men. The existence of evil is implied again and again throughout history. Luciferian presumption is a prerequisite for understanding society and its ills. Poisons bring pain, power brings corruption. But if you accept the reality of evil, then you ought to accept the ideals of good behaviours. A relationship with God is the only basis for any defence against tyranny. It is the line. Evil grows out of the binds and the laws of man. It itself cannot be regulated. It remains in existence whatsoever you decide. The will to power is just the desire to oppress. Opposition of reality is opposition to the truth. Denial is an opposite reality. In the ultimate tyranny, the people eventually turn against themselves. Self-harming. And resistance is the only victory. The Bible is a book about many things, not the least of which is how to deal directly with evil within and out with the human spectrum of perception. It reminds us of our position and our duties. It reminds us to be courageous and yet be humble. 
It reminds us to accept, provide, and to avoid pride. It reminds us that imperfections are real, and just like glass, we are broken so easily. The cross that hovers over society is symbolically and in reality undeniably tragic and malevolent. It is brutal in its depiction of deep suffering and the beauty in sacrifice. The former being what we see and the latter being what we should learn. Therein, the eternal question is begging, how can you not be torn apart by the injustices of life? Well, it is the Bible's words that give to us a position of purchase and a foothold of opportunity. They are the calm inside the storm. Pain and suffering and cruelty are the antithesis of a godly life. God's visions are of another way, and without a vision, both a person and a culture will perish or fall into despair. Deeper instincts require a higher order, a new way, a rebirth, a realization that we are all flawed and that the imperfection, if unnoticed, will cause the glass to be shattered into a thousand tiny pieces. God does not discriminate between men, but between good and evil. God is ethic and not ethnic. God is central but not centered. Improprieties abound. God appropriates to man and man's appropriations often seem far less than desirable. They are earthly, they are fleshly, they are carnal. They are endlessly unsatisfying, never enough. And so a man's life becomes a devil-driven carnival for the attentions of the mind, the body and the soul. Power is the realm of tyranny which corrupts all. It is to be avoided except where the responsible are granted their responsibility, where the word of God is to be passed on and passed down. Total tyranny dictates that people turn against themselves once more. A historical repetition they harm, they disfigure, and they pretend not to hear and not to know. The physically powerful keep peace, but only for such a short time. For all that is earthly fades. Yet it is the faithful who offer long-term solutions through reciprocity and stable relationships.
through Christ, we became sons and daughters of both the proximal and the divine. There is, in a true Christian, a genuine compassion for helplessness. There is an importance in true maternal virtue. In Christ, we are water against the stone, transformation against the permanence, change against the tolerance. We are a betterment. There was nothing special about the parents of Moses, as there was nothing special about us until Christ died for us. And now we are all brothers. Humans are tribal and communal, but it is God who brings morality into the sphere. Morality is not bound by ethnicity and is a gift to us all. We are to be social but not socialized, for to be socialized is to fall prey to the predominant tyranny. Against spiritual wickedness in high places we must stand or we shall fall. We may be radical but must not be radicalized. Survival often contradicts some of the deeper instincts we have, especially when it serves a higher order through sacrifice. We are in this world educated by the pagan, but we are saved by the Christian. Just as the mother saves her son by giving him up. She gives her son to the enemy so that he may grow in understanding. She offers up her child to be broken by the world so that he may know himself and learn of others. It is a parental failure to eventually not let go, to give but not to give up to realize that you can only take with you what you first have given away. There is more treasure in sin and repentance than in fear and inaction. The precondition for biblical action is not sinlessness, but faithfulness. Abraham, Moses, and David all took risks. Their faith was a risk, but not a cost. It was an adventure, a challenge, an opportunity based on the command that the benefit would outweigh the complication. Faith requires that we heed the call that we travel, that we progress, that we grow, that we come to know, that we aim to leave everything in a better condition than how we found it, that we always give more rather than less, that we know how to confess, 
that we love the Word of God, that we read the Word of God, that we share the Word of God. For the daily struggle brings an eternal reward as the journey becomes the destination. We pray, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Amen.